2: Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. And the Academy gearing up for another slap of the Oscars. Jen, what the hell is they going on?
0: Already. They are making sure that they are prepared for anything at this year's Oscar ceremony. They even went as far as assembling a crisis team.
2: So a, crisis, a, a team.
0: crisis team There's
2: not yeah. even a crisis yet. We I'm, already have a crisis.
0: Well, team. they got to have them standing by. Oh. And I don't know what I don't know what the crisis team consists of. I don't know if that means more security. I don't know if that means, you know, therapists on hand to counsel anyone that is having an emotional reaction to what just happened or i have no idea it's so
2: if someone like else a... gets slapped they mobilize
1: right <laughs> but it's gotta <laughs> have like a press somebody that's ready to issue a press release too you know like if something happens because the- it took a long time yes
0: well it w- and it was it was we there were so many weird things that happened now that i'm thinking about it you know first they let will go up on the stage when he was obviously angry and then they let him go back and just sit there you know, like nothing happened. He just assaulted another human being in front of millions of people. We don't know what to down. do. Yeah, they had no clue what to do. So I think it's probably a good idea that they had a meeting about it. And they sat around and were like.
1: Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com.
2: Surgery has
0: Like, okay, so next time something like this, if it ever happens again, this is what we're going to do. So an Academy executive told Time, because last year we've opened our minds to the many different things that can happen at the Oscars. But these crisis plans, the crisis communication teams and structures we have in place, allow us to say this is the group that we have to gather very quickly. Mm. And depending on the specifics of the crisis, let's (laughs) hope something doesn't happen and we never have to use these, but we already have frameworks in place. I mean, I know that they hired Jimmy Kimmel to host this year because they felt that with his background and experience in live television, that if something crazy like that were to happen again, he would be well-equipped to manage it from the broadcasting
2: perspective. Yeah, he can roll with just about anything. Yeah.
1: I looked it up. It's March 12th. Okay. That's when the Oscars are.
2: Okay. Well, there's a new version of Mean Girls in the works. Based on the Broadway musical version, uh, Tina Fey is back as the teacher, Ms. Norbury, and she's also writer and producer. The girls will obviously be played by younger actresses. Mm-hmm.
1: The musical version of it is really good. I've seen it. I mean, it came to town a couple of years ago here. It's very funny. It has a lot of the, like, same jokes from the movie, but also the additional jokes and a huge tap number, Jen. You'll love it. Oh, <laughs> fantastic.
2: And and that musical is based on the original movie. hmm And so this new movie is going to be based on the musical. Yeah. That's based on the movie, yeah. Well, it's just, just based on the movie, it's right. It's just
1: el- evolution.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Tina Fey is the one constant in all of this as writer and producer. And as I mentioned, the girls will be played by younger actresses. But the original stars... I mean, remember this cast, Lindsay Lohan, mm-hmm. Rachel McAdams, Amanda Seafried, and Lacey Chabert were reportedly going to have roles of some kind, Yeah, even if they were just cameo roles.
1: Oh, yeah. Like, maybe they could be the moms of the new mean girls or something. Sure,
2: mm-hmm. I mean, anything. Or teachers. Yeah. Right. Until, that is, the studio insulted them. Supposedly, Paramount Pictures offered them so little money. They turned it down, uh, which is sad because all four girls were willing to come back. But uh, the quote from the source says, Paramount has not been respectful of what they are worth. As of now, the negotiations are stalled. Wow. So that obviously came from an agent hmm. or talent agency. I wonder what they were asking for and what they got offered. Give us the numbers. I, I don't think it's over yet. <laughs> We're going to take a quick break. we got more to come. Plus, paint going on the record saying Madonna does not like her. Well, it's been 20 years. And Madonna kissing Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera is still one of the most iconic moments in the history of the MTV Video Music Awards. Isn't that funny? Yeah. But uh, it sounds like Madonna wanted it to be even more of a spectacle at the time i'm surprised it wasn't then because madonna
0: especially then tended to get whatever she wanted
2: yeah recently jennifer lopez revealed that she was asked to be a part of it oh she was yeah and now pink says she and gwen stefani were invited too wow
1: Oh, so she just wanted to kiss everybody. Pink, <laughs> Jennifer Lopez, Gwen Stefani. big love fest. Big old makeout sesh.
2: Yeah, Pink said, I, I think we were all invited. I think Madonna wanted to kiss all of us. It was a bunch of us. It was going to be a party. It, it would have been a really weird party. Uh-huh. But, uh, yeah, on, but on the Howard Stern show, she was saying, I guess Madonna does not like her at all. Hmm. And uh, she kind of explained it a little bit yesterday. Madonna doesn't
0: like me. She tried to play me on Regis and Kelly and I didn't, I'm not, you know. It's just such a silly story because I actually love Madonna. I love her no matter what. Such an inspiration to me. But it sort of got twisted around that I was like fangirling and was dying to meet Madonna when in actuality she invited me into her dressing room. And so I just said a joke when Regis brought me out. He's like, how does it feel to you? Like, I mean, I heard you're just falling over yourself backstage. How does it feel? I'm like, I thought she wanted to meet me. <laughs> well, yeah.
1: That's awesome. That's
0: pretty funny.
2: <laughs> that is funny.
1: Don't you know who I am? Yeah, Madonna wants to meet me.
2: Yeah, that's great. Register on the pot,
1: Fridge. Try to get
2: along with Fridge.
1: That's my buddy. It's not easy.
2: God.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> well, Paris Hilton and her husband Carter welcomed a baby boy last month. She used a surrogate. Yesterday, she revealed his name. Phoenix Baron Hilton Room Riam Ram. I don't know how to pronounce her husband's oh. name, but Paris read an excerpt from her upcoming memoir on Instagram, where she talks about how she came up with the name years ago while she was looking at a map. She was searching a map for names of cities, countries, and states. She apparently has <laughs> a What's thing this for
1: that paper thing with like dots on it. <laughs>
0: uh-huh. I guess since her own name is Paris, and if she added, if she would have had a girl, she would have named her London. Oh, so. she would have.
1: That's cute.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But she said the phoenix is, quote, the bird that flames out and then rises from the ashes to fly again. She says, I want my son to grow up knowing that disaster and triumph go go around and come around throughout our lives and that this should give us great hope for the future. Nick hmm. and
1: Vanessa have a, a kid named Phoenix, a son.
0: Well, and don't forget about Ben Affleck's tattoo that covers his entire oh, bag. Yeah. It is a phoenix <laughs> rising out of the ashes. That's very funny. <laughs> There's a lot of people that use the phoenix symbolism for all kinds of different things.
1: So I'll tell you a, a bird story. Yesterday, I was driving down um, the main road that goes through Ross 128, I believe it is, or 27 or something. I don't know. But I looked over and there was this really large bird in a field and I popped its head up. I was like, it's oh, a freaking eagle. Yeah, that how about a, that? I know. I was so surprised That with my one good eye, I spotted this eagle because (laughs) even Scott was like, no, it's not. I'm like, yes, it is. Look in the field. And it was like eating something. But I know that like along that um, East River Road area Uh where I live, there have been known to be multiple different nests. nests. Yeah. And I actually saw one.
0: Are you okay with those birds? Since it's the national bird.
1: If it's away from me, yes.
0: Like, you know, is it still endangered? No.
1: It's You can see it because of the bright white head. That's yeah. the only reason I knew what it was.
0: Them things, they're big.
1: They are huge.
0: Yeah. Kylie Jenner has named her favorite sister. It is not Kendall. It's Kim.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Kylie
0: says her favorite changes over time, but Kim is currently the one she's most connected to.
2: You're my favorite.
0: She is always the first sister I call when I need something. We have been going through a lot of similar experiences lately, she said.
2: Don't tell Chloe."
0: Yeah. She says Kendall is the one she has the least in common with, but she says, you know what they say, opposites attract, and that's how it works with us. Yeah,
2: but I remember her
1: talking about how they were both pregnant at the same time, and they both were raising their kids at the same time. She
0: also uh, gave us a
1: rundown of what she's learned from each sister
0: she says, "Chloe, <laughs> Chloe taught me tenderness and the ability to forgive. Kendall, the importance of friendship and unconditional love. Courtney, the value of health and the need not to not be superficial. Kim, strength and the ability to always tell yourself that you can do it, come what may."
2: I hate superficial. <laughs> <laughs>
0: what?
1: Why is she telling us all
0: this? <laughs> I
2: have no idea. Because I'm bored. Kim's my favorite. <laughs> Okay, you're my favorite today. (laughs) Maybe you can be my favorite tomorrow. Uh, Let's talk television here for just a moment. Um, You remember, like, on Game of Thrones when they had, like, a Starbucks cup show up in the frame? Yes. This was back in 2019. You could clearly see someone's takeout coffee cup. Mm -hmm. Well, HBO has done it again. That's funny. (laughs) On the most recent episode of The Last of Us. There's a scene where two characters are crossing a bridge, and during a wide overhead shot, you can clearly see a film crew off to the side. That's so funny. So someone posted video on TikTok, and someone else commented, how do these multi-million dollar productions miss this stuff? Yeah. Like I'm more precious with my five minute YouTube drone video than they seem to be with these multi million dollar productions. Yeah. Isn't that funny? It is funny.
0: It happens though. I obviously. love stuff
2: like that. Like I'm that I'm that nerd who if I'm if I'm watching a movie that I really like and I mm-hmm. want to learn more about it, I go on internet movie database, imdb.com, and one of my favorite features on that are the goofs. Right, where it shows you, like, the guy was walking down the street holding a coffee cup in his right hand, but then when they cut to this angle, he was holding it in his left hand. Just stupid stuff. That's continuity. Stuff
0: like that. That's the job, isn't it? Continuity. continuity are exactly yeah.
2: right. Yeah. But sometimes you'll see, hey, in that scene where he's in the car and he says something nasty before driving away, if you look at the rear window, you can see the camera guy. Yeah. Stuff fun. like that just... I I geek out over it. I'm like, oh, i got to go
0: back and see that. Are you ever able to catch those on your own, or do you usually need to have them pointed out to you?
2: Every now and then. I was actually recently, it's funny you said that, because I was watching uh, The Treasure of Sierra Madre. It's an old Humphrey Bogart movie, and I'm watching a scene where they're around a campfire, and you see like a shadow of a person who's not there and they mentioned later on it was like a, a, a sound guy that just got too close into the shot and while you couldn't see the sound guy you could see his shadow yeah. move across Humphrey Bogart it's just it's really obvious because you see the arm uh-huh. Right across his face. Oh, wow. Yeah. The, the biggest one that bothers me that I see and I catch myself is when they're driving in a car and the the the, the shifter is in park. Ah. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> come on.
0: That's amazing. Yeah. How do you guys do that? Well, what makes me car- crazy about the car scenes is they're never looking at the road. Like they'll, spend, oh, so yeah. they'll be driving and looking for 30 seconds at the passenger.
2: Yeah. Well, right. and the
1: same people go around in the background, too. Yes. Like if you look, you're like, there's the blue coat. Blue coat, blue
2: coat, same thing. It's funny. Yeah, every now and then, you know, I know we have a lot of movies produced here in Cincinnati, especially these days, and every now and then if they're shooting a scene in a car, the so-called camera car they have Uh basically on a flatbed truck, and they've got this thing all rigged and mounted up with lights and cameras, and there's not even a windshield there because they don't want the glare to show up in the shot. Yeah. And then they basically drag this car down the street, but you think they're driving it. Right. In the scene. It's really cool. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah. I know what you're talking huh.
2: about.
1: Yeah. All right. So
0: we got Lizzo. Elmo surprised her with a cookie flute. Lizzo told Elmo, I've played a lot of instruments, but I've never played a cookie before. May I? So it is just this big, long flute-looking thing, much larger than your average flute. And it is looks like it's made out of cookie dough. Wow. Uh, I know. That's amazing. It looks really
1: good. It's got like where the little buttons would be. It looks like they're either like Hershey Kisses or like really big Big chocolate chocolate chips. Chips.
2: Probably chocolate
0: chips, don't you think? I can imagine something
2: like that would attract Cookie Monster.
1: Oh Oh, yes. He comes over. (laughs) I saw the video. It's very fun.
2: Yeah, if you haven't seen the video yet, um, Her Lizzo's magical flute playing gains the attention of Cookie Monster, who comes over and asks to try it. But by try it, he means he means eat it. (laughs) Here's what happened when Cookie Monster showed. This
0: is it, Elmo. (gasps) Yes, miss Lizzo, Sesame Street's famous cookie flute. I've played a lot of instruments, but I've never played a cookie before. (laughs) Uh, May
1: I? I Go for it.
2: (laughs) Oh boy! Boy! Can we try?
1: Of course. I
0: didn't know you played the flute, Cookie Monster.
2: Me don't. Huh? <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> was
1: the one and only cookie flute.
2: Me no! How could me not eat it? What an honor! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's still my favorite, lately.
0: I do, I know, I love it. and nobody ever gets mad at him. You know? He walks can, around yeah. eating everything and nobody's like, cookie! Yeah. Yeah. You're grounded.
2: <laughs> uh, Lizzo also posted a clip where she gifts Elmo something that he struggles to pronounce, and that is balsamic vinegar. Uh, this is a reference to Elmo's appearance on The Tonight Show where he cooks with Jimmy Fallon and Questlove and says balsamic vinegar is a big word for Elmo.
1: <laughs> it sure I is.
2: I played on that.
0: I love Sesame Street. I'm so bummed we don't watch it in my house anymore. I'm going to do it. I'm going to watch it myself. You even should. if the kid doesn't want to watch yeah, it. Yeah, get get into that. I love it. I know. Come, <laughs> come on, Mom.
1: Get her off the game show Yes. and into Elmo. Let's watch
2: Sesame Street. I mean, it Street. still gets
1: a lot of huge stars. Oh, yeah. And everybody that you would know goes on there at least it's once. It's as good as it ever was. Yep. Yeah.
2: It's cute. All right. Well, that's your latest D News. We'll have more for you coming up after 7 o'clock. In the meantime, straight ahead, we got three headlines for you. Two of those headlines are fake, one headline is real. If you can guess the real headline, we're going to set you up with a $50 gift card from Burns Garden Center and a pair of tickets to the Cincinnati Home and Garden Show. But first, we check the roads.